Thanks for joining us. Hey, did you see this study? I was so amazed at what the headline said that I thought we need to speak with the author of this study. Charles Lanfear is the assistant professor at the University of Cambridge's Institute of Criminology, and the headline read, Half of Chicagoans Witness a Shooting by the Age of 40. Charles, thanks for joining us. So this is a study that started in the 90s. You followed people when they were teenagers? Yeah. Hey, Lisa, thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, the PhDCM, this overreaching study that we're talking about, followed children from the ages of about uh, 0 to 18, starting in uh, 1995, 1996, and we followed them for 25 years. And you wanted to see how many people in this city were exposed to gun violence or had actually witnessed a shooting by the age of 40, and half of people have? So within our sample, approximately 50% of our respondents have been um, exposed to gun violence that have seen someone shot or been shot themselves. But once we adjust it for the composition of neighborhoods in Chicago, we estimate about 46% of residents of uh, Chicago who were of those ages in 95 were exposed by 40. And apparently some neighborhoods obviously are riddled with gunfire and violence. So what does it, what, how does it break down around age, demographics, racial, you know, backgrounds, all that type of stuff? Uh, so, I mean, as you might expect from people familiar with um, general patterns in gun violence in the country, there, there's high racial inequality. So, so black individuals, uh, kids are much more likely to be exposed to gun violence, but so are Hispanic kids. And the difference is really between uh, for, for seeing shootings, um, Hispanic individuals about two and a half times, black about five times as likely to see a shooting as white individuals. But still, we see roughly a quarter of white kids growing up in that period have saw a shooting by the time they were 40. A quarter of white kids have seen a shooting by the age of 40. And how many black kids? Uh, Within our sample, about 56%, and it's about between 50 and 55, um, we estimate, across the city. So I just have to ask my audience. I I wonder how many people in this listening audience has have witnessed a shooting because those numbers seem so high. Were you focused only on Chicago, or have you done this in other major cities? So the unique strength of the the sort of data that we're working with was that we followed this group of kids in Chicago for 25 years. It's really difficult to sort of follow people that long in multiple cities at the same time. Uh, As far as I'm aware, it's the only sort of study tracking this over this period of time. So we mainly know about Chicago, but we expect that these patterns would probably look pretty similar to folks growing up in a place like, you know, other major cities like Philadelphia or St. Louis or D.C. or somewhere else. And what about the trauma and the stress when this many people are witnessing a shooting? A shooting to me is violent. You know, you're shooting at another person. So that is something that you carry with you. I don't think you shake that off. Yeah, I mean, there's good research suggesting that um, there's all sorts of um, mental and physical health effects of being exposed to shootings. Because research is saying it affects kids' test scores, but also things like um, long-term stress responses that could culminate in early aging and cardiovascular disease. It's one of the next things we're planning on doing research on. If you have been doing this research for, you know, the past 25, 30 years, what year did you say you started? Well, the PhDC and the overarching study started in about 1995, and that was sort of um, uh, one of the uh, leaders of that was Rob Sampson, who's on this paper. I've only been on a member of this project for uh, a couple of years now. Are you shocked by what you found and what you see, or did you think that was about on par? 
A little of both. Um, I mean, it, it's shocking when you see those actual numbers, especially the number of people who, who are seeing shootings. Um, these numbers for the number of people getting shot aren't out of line with other studies um, that, that sort of analyze the rates of um, uh, exposure to gun, direct exposure to gun violence and victimization. But seeing that many people seeing shootings in the neighborhood was uh, surprising, I think, to all of us. And there is a sustained stress. I I was reading the paper. They say there is a sustained stress of living with the potential for gun violence. And obviously, everyone takes a psychological hit. We walk differently in the city. We drive differently in the city because it's not just in one neighborhood. We know that people get shot just while traveling to and from work in all areas of the city. And it is changing the psychology of people who live in these big cities. And because this is based in Chicago, I would say... That it affects all of us. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Do where do you live? <laughs> I live in Cambridge in the United Kingdom, uh, so that actually <laughs> makes me <laughs> not worry as much about it as I do. But um, I'm I'm a, uh, originally from uh, Oregon, and I, I did my PhD and used to live in Seattle. So um, again, not not quite the same. But as an American, you know, it's it's a different mindset when you're over in the UK versus back in the US. Right. And let's talk about that just for a second. I've just got like 30 seconds left. We watched the coronation of King Charles. Uh, we see how security there is different. Uh, if that was happening in America, we would see all kinds of people in SWAT gear, you know, with automatic weapons. And, and it would just be so different. That, that didn't, did we just not see that? Or do you perceive it to be less over there because there's a, likelihood that perhaps people don't have the access to guns that we have here? Yeah, I'll say I'm guilty of not tuning into the coronation uh, <laughs> as a dirty American. But um, uh, my, I mean, if you think about the sort of different threats that people in the United Kingdom or police have to deal with in the UK, they had a substantial um, force response or thing like that. But when you're not um, when there, there isn't nearly the risk of sort of gun violence, you don't have to arm and react and sort of adjust tactics in the same way you do in the United States. So it would imagine, you know, provided the same sort of situation, I would imagine it would look similar there to what major events look like here. Can you tell me where this is published so that people can go see it? Yeah, it's actually open access. You don't have to pay a fee to access it or anything. It's in um, the Journal of the American Medical Association Network Open. All right. I encourage everybody to read it. The headline is Half of Chicagoans Witness a Shooting by Age 40. That is Charles Lanfear. Mary's got to check on weather and traffic. Then we talk to our friends at the National Council for Aging about baby boomers who have absolutely no money saved for retirement. What's up, Mayor?